Hello lovelies, it is Tuesday, February 11th, 2020, and the thing on my mind right now today is Black History Month. Uh, it's on my mind because, of course, they're celebrating at my children's school, and as I do whenever there is a good excuse to, I went up and I read a couple of books, and I had a really interesting and enlightened conversation with all of these 9 and 10 year olds about why we celebrate Black History Month, why it is important to remember what has happened in our country and how it continues to impact us today and what we can do to help. Throughout the past week or so, I have read a lot of posts. Um, one that really struck me was written by um, a white adoptive parent of black children and it was a plea to the parents of her adopted children's white friends to teach them how they can help keep their friends safe um, in the world. It was a hard reminder that people are still treated differently. And my white son and your black son might be viewed differently by law enforcement or a teacher or a random person walking down the street, whatever. It is something that I'm always shocked that people would be in denial of, and yet I have seen that in each case that I've seen this post, despite the great number of people who said things like, thanks for sharing, there were people who tried to argue that this was not true, and almost without fail every single time it was a white male, though I know that that is not all that there is. As this has rolled around in my head for the past uh, week or so, I came across a post that was written originally by a group called Teachers Undoing Racism Now. And it's really about our choice of words. Now, you guys have all been listening to me long enough that I'm sure you know how powerful I believe words to be and how important it is that I think we choose our words with care. I'm going to share this post with you today in honor of Black History Month and also as a reminder of the power of words. I hope that you'll think about the words. I hope that you'll put aside any petty argument about how being a slave owner was something passed down that some people didn't know any different. I hope that you will put aside any arguments about who enslaved the enslaved and just allow yourself to embrace what is important about this history in its purpose of making sure that we do not repeat anything of its kind in any way and perhaps you can reflect on some of the things going on in our country today that are far too reminiscent of a time when many so, unwilling, so willingly enslaved others. I'm going to read this post to you now. Stop using the word slave to reference to Africans in bondage in America from 1619 to 1865. They were not slaves. They were enslaved. Africans were captured in their homelands and brought to the shores of the United States and enslaved. Stop using the word runaway 
when talking about enslaved Africans, they were not running away from home like children do to make their parents upset. Africans were escaping their never-ending brutality, rape, captivity, and bondage. Stop using the word master. Those sociopaths were not anyone's master. They were captors, kidnappers, rapists, murderers, pimps, child molesters, and the like. Find a word to fit the description of a person who is guilty of these crimes. Stop using the word plantation as if Africans were on some never-ending vacation where sun, food, and fun was abound. Enslaved Africans were held against their will in forced labor camps. They were held to work from sunup to sundown where they were beaten and terrorized for resisting, rebelling, and escaping from their brutal captors who wanted to hold them in bondage, life after life after life. All children will look at you differently and understand the true context of enslavement, of the enslavement of African people, if you are able to do this. Some may start to think that you truly care about them, and they may begin to understand and respect the history more. There's two letters that change between slave and enslave. Enslaved humans held against their will and forced to do things for fear of the harm that could come to them. There is no justification for such behavior. And it is startling to think that anything of the kind could still be going on in the world today. And yet, as I record this, I have that little twinge of fear of who would feel resentful to hear these words. And you know what I'm going to tell you right now? If you can't hear the truth, there's nothing I can do for you. The truth is, Africans were enslaved. They were enslaved for more than 150 years. They were enslaved for more than 200 years. They were enslaved for generations. And this is not okay. And even after slavery had ended, they were treated terribly. It continues to take advocacy and fearlessness and grit to overcome the remnants of what is left behind from those terrible days in our country. Something that I strive to help my children understand to help my white son understand without making him carry the burden, instead empowering him 
to help solve the problem, to feed the day that this is no longer a necessary conversation, while at the same time making him aware of what must be known. We cannot pretend to understand what it is like But what we can do is use the words that tell the true story. People were stolen from their families and enslaved, and that is not okay. People who are our equals, or maybe even greater, were treated as if they did not matter, as if they were too dirty, to try on clothes or swim in the swimming pool for no reason other than one human being's desire to be more powerful than another. And if it wasn't that, it was fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of going against what is normal. Beloved, my request of you today is be fearless. Do not sit idly by and hear the wrong words chosen. Do not sit idly by and watch someone mistreated, whether it is from the color of their skin, their sexuality, their gender, or anything else. Speak up for what is true. If I push my hand through pantyhose, I have hand-shaped pantyhose. I am universe-shaped me, and you are universe-shaped you, and so is every other creature on this planet. We are all made from the same stuff. And we must be treated as if it were true, because it is the only real thing that has ever existed. Until next time, beloved, namaste.